no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Welcome. This is a podcast called Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape, a special holiday edition. And I got to tell you, Shani, I'm a little terrified because <laughs> we are going to do something we've never done on I'm this a little podcast. Terrified. Hey, yo! <laughs> um, we are going to revisit something we've already done because it is the Christmas season. But you know what I realized today? When we record, when when we originally tackled this song, eviscerated this song, uh, we didn't we didn't go line by line. We just we just talked about it, like it. On oh, holidays. perfect, perfect. Like the so fabled gonna... baseball episode with Creel. Okay. Like it was it's it was so a good. theme episode. We didn't go line by line. So there's a lot there's a lot to say. There's oh, this is to... wonderful. So yeah, you know, I felt a lot like the. Uh, I hesitate to call him the protagonist of the song. Um, I guess I'm going to call him the narrator because you know, of some reasons we'll get into later when we talk about the song. But I felt like that guy um, just this weekend. It was a rare Saturday off. I had a rare, I usually am wrestling, but this Saturday I didn't have wrestling. And uh, I said, you know what? I've watched the Heisman ceremony. I've saw my good close and personal friend Bryce Young get his award. What am I gonna do now? You know what? I'm gonna put on some jewelry and some tulery and I'm gonna take these old jingle bells to town. And uh, I'm gonna go out on a Saturday night in Alpharetta, Georgia and see what the night brings me. And I go to my usual place that I go to, but I'm usually there on like a Friday. So it's a whole different beast on a Saturday. And it's super crowded and packed and like people are are acting in a way that is not in the Christmas spirit at all. Like there's, this is not the kind of place you go want to fight a dude, but there were dudes there who wanted to fight. It's like, all right, I know who's going to jail. I had nothing to do with any of this, but like, <laughs> I just know who's going to jail if shit pops off. So I'm going to give up my seat at the bar and I'm going to head for the door. And I'm going to go to the other bar that people go to after this bar, which is a little more laid back. Uh, usually mostly coupled people or, you know, people are just there to chill. So I'm going to go there and I'm just going to drink. And so far, if, if every word that you have just said in this story was just the lyrics to what's the Jason Isbell song where he just walks around and calls people back. Oh, fuck. Streetlights. It's streetlights. Not, it's not, not streetlights, dude. It's not, not streetlights. Where is that angel with dirty knees? Can we uh, do that song? Can we do that song? Um, so... <laughs> Here I am, Shawnee. I'm a 40-year-old man, immaculately dressed. I mean, let's not. Yeah. That, that, I did get a lot of compliments on my jacket and hat, like I always do. Immaculately dressed, seated at the bar, completely alone, drinking a Modelo <laughs> because they were out of PBR. And I'm just not in the Christmas mood. I'm just staring in my beer. And I'm just like, really? 
doing some reflection on life. Some would say it felt like I was standing in another line. We'll get there. She's acting single. You're drinking, drinking double. double. You know the gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't into being physical. <laughs> oh, but, no, Lucas isn't here. So I'm sitting there. I'm not trying to bother anybody. Uh, I see that everybody's basically coupled up. Like, I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to step on anyone's toes. I just want to drink and think about what I'm doing. When I get a tap on my shoulder, Shani, and I wheel myself around to the left to see a lady a little older than me. You know, she might be in her 50s. Uh, Maybe she was a good looking 60. I don't know. You know, but I, you know, she's a lady who's a little older than me. Um, And she was wearing... a a much fancier dress than you'd be wearing in this bar, but it's Christmas party season. So a lot of people were coming from the Christmas parties, drifting into the bar. She's with a group of gentlemen that look like, uh, I don't know, senators from small States. Like they just got that look about them. And she is asking me for other places they might go. Cause she said this bar was a little too fancy for her taste. It's not that fancy, but you know, it's got a nice, got a nice aesthetic, but it's not a again. I was drinking Modelo because they were out of PBR. So I mean it's yeah, it's that kind of place. So I'm telling her, you know, this place you could do, this place you could do, this place you could do. And I'm realizing she's too drunk and none of this is registering, but I'm just being cordial. I am being the I find out they're not from here, they're from out of town. So I'm being an ambassador to my little city. Of course. So I'm just being polite. And during the course of our conversation, of course, of course, we start doing fireball shots. Gross. Obviously, we're just going to be down in fireball (laughs) because I don't know. Again, I want to represent the city at its best. Like there's so many there's so much there's there's race relations here. There's class relations here. There's Democrat. There's all the stuff. I want to be a good representative. I will remind you. I will remind you that I think a couple of weeks ago on this very show, you criticized me for drinking Milo's uh, uh, calorie free sweet tea and vodka. That's just fireball without cinnamon. Look, I didn't order it, pal. It wasn't my fucking choice. It was my choice. Her body, her choice which I think I told a lady earlier in the night about something completely unrelated. But at any rate, as we are talking, I see another bar patron come to talk to this party of men that this woman is with. And this guy's telling him a very similar story that I'm receiving, that they're from a different place and Christmas party and this thing, the other thing. And I hear this other, this, this fourth person. Now I hear him say, he's also wearing a, Tito's vodka Christmas sweater. That's what nice. he's wearing. And I hear him say to the gentleman he's speaking to, he, he gestures towards me and this lady that mm-hmm. I think might have even been his girlfriend. Like that might have been, or one of that party's wife Uh-oh. or girlfriend like that. Uh-oh. So he gestures at me talking to this lady. Now I just want to I want to point out uh body posturing here. Mm-hmm. I am parallel to the bar. I am not, I'm not turned in. There's no knees touching. This is clearly a plutonic conversation that is happening. My hands are on top of the bar. Anyone looking at this situation cannot construe what I'm doing is any kind of hanky-panky or tomfoolery. 
Yeah. And I hear this gentleman say to the other guy, Tito's vodka cert says, so who's this? The Mandingo? <gasps> which I think was no! the reaction. Which I think was the reaction he was expecting. The person he told this to completely no sells the joke. Just doesn't like did, sell it at all. Like didn't hear. I don't know if he I don't know if he didn't hear it. I don't know if he didn't know what that meant. It just didn't register. So oh, my man no. doubles down and says it again as if he hadn't said it. So hey, I am now. Hey. So anyway, never mind. I'm not. Were saying you that. there? Were you there? Because <laughs> that was basically it. So now I'm very excited to see where the night is going to take me because who knows what's about to happen. I'm honestly picturing the Donald Trump Jr. stand in from the HBO show Succession. You're pretty close. Like that's the like they all look that part. Like none of me was shocked about any. I was more shocked that the lady was talking to me than I was quite literally anything else that happened. So, oh my god! I've now heard that I've been called Mandingo twice, and I'm very excited to see. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, did you just start laughing? Or? Oh, I, I covered my mouth. I covered my mouth because I didn't want her to think I was laughing. Yeah, her. But did he see you? I, no, I don't spot? think he saw. I don't think he noticed that Mandingo oh, was on to his tricks. Oh, he legitimately did, did not think you heard uh-huh. what he said. No, 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 no. I mean, oh, I no. Walk, also, when I walk two times when I've walked in this bar, Jason Isbell has been playing. So I'm always very excited when I get there. And I have not been let down yet. Um, so I'm ready to see where we're going. And about that time, the lady talking to me, Asked me, where's your woman? I said, I don't have a woman, man. Da, 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 da. She, we go back and forth. She doesn't believe me. And when she finally comes around and believe me, she says, well, I can tell you one reason you don't have no woman. I said, why is that, ma'am? It's that beard. I said, really? My beard? I was like, you know, women don't like beards? There's not one likable person in this fucking story except for you. Mm, that's debatable. Wait, so so I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry to, to blow up the, the beard line, but so this woman is in her like 50s, mid-50s. How old is the guy who keeps saying Mandingo and Mandingo's like 25 or some shit, like 28. He's a young so dude. there's a chance that the 28 and 55-year-old are together. No, no, they don't know each other. That's even oh. better. This guy just walked up to some guys he saw at a bar, oh. heard their story, saw that this fucking fresh ass black dude was chatting up his woman. And wanted to know if this was, uh, he's like, like, I think the guy was legitimately trying to figure out if I fit with this, if I was with this group. Did I not say on this very podcast about a young man named Paul, who was a big black fuck machine, that all I ever wanted to be in life was a big black fuck machine. So I was apparently giving off big black fuck machine energy. And so she starts in on my beard. And so, again, I don't want to laugh in her face. I'm very, I'm tickled as shit because, look, this beard ain't going nowhere. And I live in a modern world where beards are very much in vogue and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just playing it up like, really? I said, but, you know, I I comb it. I keep it trimmed and edged. I said, it smells great. I put oil and everything in it. No. I said, can I keep a mustache? No. Don't no woman want that. It's disgusting. Fucking put my head on my mouth again. It's disgusting. I have a disgusting beard. And about that time, I'm tapped on my right shoulder. Oh, come on. Oh, come by on. a younger lady. 
who is very lovely and as it turned out would be very funny very smart she's like listen i'm sorry to get in y'all's conversation but i need you to understand don't you ever shave that beard that is like makeup for men that lady's crazy she doesn't know what she's talking about that's that's terrific and so i pivot to talk to these two jokers uh, and by the time i turn back around disco ball is gone so I don't know what happened over there, but I wound up hanging out with this with this thruple the rest of the evening. Oh my God, was it really a thruple? I think so. Pretty sure it was a thruple. That's pretty hot. It was definitely a married couple and a another young lady, and I'm pretty sure in the course of the uh, conversation, it was said she. The term was she lives with us, and it was said in a way that implied we are a thruple. Interesting. So. That's where I was. That was my Christmas line where I felt like the Lord had sent a disco ball and a thruple into my life to remind me of how the Christmas spirit should always beam from within to without. And I should not have been sad staring in my Modelo especially. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my so, God. Yeah. So. Oh, man. I mean, I'm still a little confused about how everybody fits together, even if they don't. But, yeah, uh, man, yeah, yeah. that's uh, Tito's Tito's sweater had nothing to do with any of those people. He okay. just rolled in and struck up a conversation much like I did. Man, people just be talking to other people they don't know. People, that is one thing I can say about the little hamlet of Alpharetta, Georgia. People do be talking to people they don't know. I could literally, if I was, I went out two nights, Thursday and Saturday, I could fill up an hour and a half with just wacky conversations that were had to me. You know me, Shawnee. Yeah. Well, I get in with a barb here and there. If somebody says something crazy and I got a funny line, I'm not going to hesitate to use it, but I'm not no, going up actively seeking conversations i'm not going no, to initiate not like I say, sweater. i'm not going to initiate these conversations because in the back of my mind i assume these <laughs> people are probably scared to death of me i should not be there intro it's christmas buddy it's christmas and i am spreading christmas joy through my experiences one <laughs> mandingo to oh. another <laughs> So uncomfortable. Today's song obviously is Mandingo Under the Mistletoe. Oh no. Uh the Christmas shoes. We're revisiting the Christmas shoes. Uh so excited. So, folks, right now, if you don't know what this is, A, where have you been? Uh-huh. B, come on, ride this train because you're going on a mystical journey. Um a spiritual journey, an awakening, a coming of age tale, and a sh and, and you know my favorite thing in the world, shoes. It's got everything. Um, so actually, when you search Christmas shoes, uh, I didn't type in the uh, <laughs> on Spotify, and the actual name of the song is the Christmas shoes. Mm -hmm. um, when you when you type in Christmas shoes on Spotify, our previous episode is the fifth <laughs> most popular return. Yes. Yeah. So if you haven't heard that, go go back and listen to that because um, we're going to be building on that uh, that 
that uh, uh, Christmas Shoes uh, shared universe. Um, I, and I haven't listened to it in a long time. So I'm very I, concerned about how many duplicate jokes I will do. Yes. Um, I, th- there will be, because I am still convinced that the kid is a scam artist. Um, I think there, he might be in with somebody different, but we'll get to it. Um, <clears throat> Christmas I mean, shoes. If, if fucking uh, Comedy Bang Bang can have a, a, a Monster Mash episode, surely. Oh my God! They put they put a monster ma- monster fuck nine behind a paywall. They're dead to me then. <laughs> it's I mean, like, that's the end of that. <laughs> you guys are like a third as successful as you used to be, and now you're going to start charging people for, for that. Hey, what good shit? <laughs> no, um, you're not getting a what's up from me, Scott. <laughs> so for uh, Christmas shoes, what else is there to say other than uh, um, it is the, the came first and. I don't know which came first. I honestly don't. You're telling me the song came first. So the song so good, they made a a Lifetime or a Hallmark movie about it. Um, And the rest in peace, Fez Watley, because every time I see this video, the lead singer looks just like Fez Watley and it drives me crazy. And uh, yeah, it's just a, it is a tale as old as time of a gentleman who is out doing some late night or late in the season, Christmas shopping, and he has an encounter that changes his life on a very special old dog <laughs> suit, the mixtape. The Christmas shoes. It was almost Christmas time. Stop! <laughs> Stop! I hate this fucking song so fucking Stop. much. I, I need to just, we're gonna, I'm going to do this once so everybody can understand it. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to keep pounding this oh god but this song is delivered um with an aggression that is unnecessary that does not it fit. is it is it is like when uh the south park has like a an emotional male singer like i'm a little bit good the whole way through like and, he, and in earnest he comes in at a 14 it was almost christmas time and there i stood in another line Trying to buy this last gift to do. That's the whole song, gang. You're gonna hear it at the end. You know that, but like, just in case this is your first experience with this, that's the whole fucking song. He comes in with that energy all the way. So now, as we hit some of these lyrics that are a little poignant, a little tender, imagine them being delivered through the back of a busted JBL speaker in a because <laughs> that's what's happening. Pissing around like little boys do. As we established in the last episode, it is at a Walgreens. Um, <laughs> so just to paint this picture, uh, it was almost Christmas time as I stood in another line trying to buy that last gift or two, not really in the Christmas mood. Standing right in front of me was a little boy waiting anxiously, pacing around like little boys do. And in his hands, he held... A pair of shoes. So this young kid, he's not like, he doesn't say squirming around. He no, says he's pacing. pacing. This cocksucker is working, walking with these shoes in his hands from <laughs> bubble on, tape on, on the right to big lighters on the left. Come on. Sign the treaty, baby. Come on. <laughs> I got these fucking shoes, man. These like, shoes are burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> 
this kid is a crackhead. I mean, he is like he is exemplifying the behavior of a crack's head. <sighs> and his clothes were worn and old. That's an dirty. unnecessary fucking detail. He was dirty from head to toe. Okay, folks, I don't this like the chimney sweep. But this is a, a, a street sweep. urchin. This has to be a real fucking mandingo. Has oh, got. God. But this is a completely unnecessary detail. Why? <laughs> There's nothing later that tells us why this young man was dirty. There's no. I mean, we can extrapolate something that we'll get to later, but at this point in the song, or any point in the song, there's no reason for this. There are a thousand other ways to say this was a kid. Like, that's all we need to know. In fact, in fact, like the movie that, you know, was written after this, uh, I mean, it's a like upper middle class family. It's like Chris, it's like Kristen Davis and Rob Lowe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And also, we established that in song canon, it's a Walgreens. In the video for this, which is different than the movie, he's in like a goddamn, like a, a local grocery store. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's like, it's like buying toys at like, you know, like a farm. This is a, this man, I understand why the kid is here to find these shoes, but this man is a rat bastard. Um, and if I if, if I uh, can just say, uh, paid a little bit too much attention to this. Kid. Also, way too much attention. He's noticing the pacing. He is. Uh, and he had these little squishy calves. I just wanted between my hands. And I noticed he had a little self-confidence. <laughs> and I thought a story I could tell. I got a dog that's trapped in a well. Do you think you could come over and help me out? <laughs> and his mouth was wet and tender. Oh, oh. <laughs> and the Greeks, they loved it too. Oh my God. Oh God, shit. The Nambler shoes. <laughs> Um, okay, he was dirty from head to toe. And when it came his time to pay, I couldn't believe what I heard him say. And then we go into the chorus, which again which is delivered. The, the only thing that's not delivered as a screaming Bob Seeger <laughs> Coke binge yell <laughs> is this <laughs> angelic children's chorus. Well, say, no, the cor the chorus comes at the at, at the end. Oh, so he says it. Okay. He's right. still doing like the Stan Marsh singing in there. <laughs> Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just a size. Could you hurry, sir? All right, kid, back it off. Fuck, this is doing his job. Daddy says there's not much time. So up until now, like, we just think, like, he's just buying his mama present, right? Is totally healthy. Totally healthy. Cool mom. Knock, 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 knocking on heaven's door. Mm -hmm. Mom. He's got shoes from the fucking. I know I told this joke last time because it's the only image I see. Like these shoes have a string like, that ties them together. Yeah. They were hanging on a rack. Do they have like the jelly in them? In, in a, they've got those. Uh, they definitely have those dry packs inside yeah, them yeah. to keep them yeah. dry. Um, yeah. <laughs> They're all 
I'm going to use the term here, and I bet you I used this term last time, stank puss. These are stank yep. puss shoes. Um, but, like, yep. yeah, they're awful. It's great to hear that term. Awful shoes, dude. They're terrible shoes. They're terrible shoes from the back of the Piggly Wiggly. They smell like chicken and dumplings. Um, everything about the shoes is bad. And I bet they cost $4. yeah. Like four ninety nine, buy buy one pair, get the other half off. Like no dead woman wants to go to heaven <laughs> wearing these Don't fucking clothes. No. Don't bury me. <laughs> and my mama's last words were, "Don't bury me in those shoes." <laughs> I've lived a life that's questionable, and I think these shoes might actually send me to hell. <laughs> that's gonna tip the scale. Okay, so could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's fucking <laughs> asshole dad. <laughs> fucking asshole dad. So, no, but, but what do you think that means? Do you think it's like, yeah, yeah, you can you can go to Walgreens, but just there, there's not that much time, or is it like, go to Walgreens? There's not that much time. Get those shoes. I think he's been telling his kid this for years. I don't know that the mom's even sick. I think the kid's just annoying as shit. I mean, he's pacing around this small contained area. He's fuck. They can't keep him clean. He's constantly wallowing in the mud. And dad has just been like, you know, your mom's going to die, right? This might even be a stepdad situation because that's big stepdad energy to tell a kid that, you know, <laughs> if you don't get back here in time, your mother's going to be dead. She's going to be dead. He probably sent him for cigarettes, if I'm guessing. God. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. See? And I know these shoes would make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful if mama meets Jesus tonight. Well, bud, I got to tell you, you need to go back to that whatever you section you came from and find a fucking, I don't know, a, a local high school hoodie. Or oh, something. my God. Because them It'd shoes be so funny if they were like a Jewish family too, and the kid just didn't get it. He doesn't understand anything. He doesn't understand it. He <laughs> thinks Santa Claus is Jesus. Um, <laughs> this fucking kid rolls into this house with these shit shoes. This dirty kid. This dirty, this dirty like dressed like fucking like chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> He walks in, he he takes the shoes, right? He's got his fucking chimney sweep. He just hangs the shoes on the chimney sweep and he's walking home like they're a fucking Daddy, bindle. Daddy, I got the shoes. And they the wanna... shoes are now sooty and filthy. So now, you, on top of Rogering, $4.99. On top of the layer of chicken and dumplings, uh, you know, uh, fucking off-brand cereal dust, like bag cereal dust. <laughs> There's now a layer of soot on them from this fucking chimney sweep oh, carrying nice. them home like a, a hobo's bindle on his back. So proud to take his dying mother these dumbass shoes. Also, <laughs> you have a dying wife at home and you send your son out or allow him to go out unsupervised <laughs> to the five and dime to buy some shoes. So did he come wanting to buy shoes or did he just come wanting to buy a gift? Oh, 
I mean, if the shoes would, were just her size, I don't know, man. I just don't know. So that now the kid didn't, I don't. Also, this kid probably has a foot fetish if he knows like what his mom's feet fit I'm into. I'm 40 years old. There. I have no clue what size shoe my mother wears. This kid, this kid is going to be a serial killer. This kid's, it, does Munchausen by proxy work that way? This kid. Has there ever been a case where the kid was this the This kid one is going to fuck his shoe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fuck me a shoe. You're not going to need these shoes. You're not going to need these shoes where you're going, mom. But I'm going to need them where I'm coming. He counted pennies for what seemed like years. What an asshole. What a fucking, two assholes. Asshole kid buying asshole shoes. Asshole customer seeing this dirty, wretched child counting out pennies to buy shoes. Then the cashier and making said, note of it. Please fucking goddamn it! Because he's like just buying a like a three pack. It's like twins demolition man. This fucking piece of shit is buying somebody a fucking deodorant body wash loofah package i know that for a fact he's, he's got getting a, he's getting a 12 pack of white cloth for himself oversized box of candy that well, nobody man. wants and probably four dollar headphones with like a pizza like they got pizza on the outside of them for somebody's kid <laughs> who has a phone that does not even take 3.5 millimeter headphones anymore <laughs> what a piece <clears throat> of shit and a cheesecake factory gift card of course of course he searched his pockets frantically (laughs) (laughs) this kid is this kid is butters it is it is butters and tweak at the same at the same time then he turned around and looked at me he said, Mama made Christmas good at our house. I mean, just picture this shit. Picture this fucking bullshit. First of all, this is clearly a scam. Hang on one second, one second, one second. Let's point out asshole number three, the cashier. <laughs> just Who, give him the fucking shoes, give man. Him the fucking shoes, dude. Is loss prevention that like fucking hardcore at Walgreens? There is place? a no chase policy at the goddamn Brampton Higgly Wiggly. I know that for a fact. <laughs> I tested every day, every Tuesday. Shit. <laughs> but so you know how I many grapes walk out of that fucking place in a week. <laughs> this is clearly a scam that's going that's being perpetrated between the cashier and the kid. Because this this fucking like kabuki show that's going on. <laughs> uh, uh yes, uh sorry, sir. There's there's not much time. Please count quicker. Well, there's not enough here, son. Oh, what do I do? Excuse me, sir. My mom made Christmas good at our house. Can you spare the difference? And he just does it a little bit at a time, man. Like, you know, Rome was not fucking built in a day. You can't rob Fort Knox and expect to get away away with it. But if you rob a little baby Fort Knox every day for Christmas for seven and years. Fucking Fez Watley has no clue how much those shoes cost. <laughs> he doesn't know. He don't fucking know. Yeah, what is it, 20? <laughs> He said, Mama made Christmas good at our house. How? That bitch been sick for eight years. <laughs> Though most years, she just did without. Tell me, sir, what am I going to do? Somehow I've got to... Somehow I've got to buy her these Christmas shoes. And I looked down at him and smiled. 
And I said, I know way. <laughs> It'll be a secret between us. <laughs> oh, no. no, no, no. <laughs> you can get those shoes for just one touch. So I laid the money down. <laughs> fucking Fez Watley, big pockets, just throws down a fucking dub on the counter. He don't ask shit from Shinola. He don't know how much these fucking shoes cost. I just had to help him out. And I'll never forget the look on his face when he said, Mama's going to look so great. She's not. All right. What do we think Mama's at home wearing right now? Like a, like a house coat and, a, and like a medical bed? Yeah. Yeah, that's where her sick ass is. Also, why, why does it have to be shoes? It just seems like... Because it fit know. the fucking meter. Could it be like because Christmas he wrote hat? a song called Christmas Blues. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you right now, the original working title of the song was And I Had a Bad Case of Christmas Blues. <laughs> and he went to a store, saw a kid. I think all this happened. I think this is all real. He wrote a song called Christmas Blues because look, he's Fez Watley. He is Fez Watley. It, it all sits there, right there. If you just change simply, nothing has to change in the first three lines and you get to pace around like little boys do. Like, and in my heart, I had the Christmas blues. Have we said my baby, she had left me. <laughs> like, <laughs> and somehow that's a worse song. It, that's why he rewrote it. And can we, can we just, I don't think we've said it yet, the name of this fucking band. Oh, oh, new song. New song, one word, camel case, new song. <laughs> N-E-W-S-O-N-G. Camel case. <laughs> what is camel case? Camel case is when you smash a bunch of words together, but you capitalize the beginning of each word so that you know it's a new word. I like that. Camel case. So then, then we, go, uh, we go back into the chorus again. Uh, Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mommer, please. <laughs> It's Christmas Eve. And or as our executive producer says, my mama's feet. <laughs> from my mama's feet. It's Christmas Eve. These shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's sick for, she's been sick for quite a while. And I know these shoes would make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful if mama meets Jesus tonight. I mean, all the shit that happened that had to happen to Fez Watley to put him in this store on this night with this little boy and these shoes is astronomical. <laughs> I believe if, if memory serves in our last, uh, in our previous conversation on this, it, this was just a misunderstanding between the kid and his mom. The mom, <laughs> the mom just was like, had a cold, but, and she's like, hey, I need you to run and buy these shoes because I'm meeting, G I'm meeting Jesus. <laughs> hey, yes. Later tonight. Yes, yes. And he's like, you're going to meet Jesus? Oh, God, no, Mom. And so he runs to Walgreens. He's like, my but mom's this bullshit story of his. Not going to get railed by, by her last you know, I think I literally had forgotten that there was a father figure altogether. Yeah, like, me too. And now I just want to know about that piece of shit. <laughs> like, it's the mom's last Christmas. According to him. The mom is the only person that isn't a she, negative yeah like 
somehow the mom, sick ass mom, because this kid's not very old and she's been sick for quite a while. So the mom would hustle up a Christmas every year. This bullshit dad, all he kept doing was telling the kid how soon the mom was going to die. That's his whole point is to tell the kid mom's going to die soon. Now, what they leave out is the word gleefully. He gleefully recounted that. But this and then he this poor woman, bed stricken, about to die, has to look every day at her pig pen of a son and wonder, why won't his father help me? Why won't he give me the, the smallest kindnesses, the smallest courtesies, the most tiny bit of responsibility he could take and just make sure the kid takes a bath? He's too busy playing goddamn Call of Duty. Online poker. Online poker to just run some water over this fucking kid. And so this is why she's stepping out on him, man. And how disappointed must she have been when he hears, she hears this conversation between the father and the son. All right, there's not a lot of time. I need you to go get your mom that special gift. That special, special gift we talked about. Okay, daddy. Okay. Do you have some money? No, use your pennies. Just use your pennies. <laughs> Get her this. And she's fucking, she's letting her imagination run wild. Oh, finally, Charles is stepping up to the plate. He's gone out and he's he's paid for 99% of this wonderful present for me. And little Chester is going to take the fucking pennies and they're going to give it. It's going to be a great time. And I can die with one good day under my housecoat belt. One fucking good day <laughs> under this flower print moo belt, I can have it tonight and then I can die peacefully. <laughs> and this son of a bitch comes back with a pair of tattered, raggedy, disgusting as a grown man's beard, <laughs> pair of <laughs> fucking knockoff kids from the goddamn Piggly Wiggly. Okay, so- I don't blame that bitch for dying. <laughs> So as we get to what Genius uh, calls the bridge. <laughs> this is I, actually a bridge. I don't think it's uh, inaccurate to say that uh, you have a long history of on the record comments uh, 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 against Genius. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's fair to say you're not a fan. I am not. I am okay. not a fan. <laughs> this one, the only annotation in this song might make up for all this entire website's past sins. Oh, I'm, I'm very excited. The bridge. <clears throat> I knew I caught a glimpse of heaven's love as he thanked me and ran out. I knew that God had sent that little boy to remind me what Christmas is all about. So now those last two lines, I knew that God had sent that little boy to remind me what Christmas is. This may be the most selfish lyric in history. Is annotated. The singer is thankful that God would curse a small child's mother to die of a deadly disease around the Christmas season, all to remind him about the true meaning of Christmas. I think someone heard our last episode and made that (laughs) annotation because that is exactly my sentiments here. Fez Watley. (laughs) This is about me. This is about me. You gave that, like, you know, it's like a young mother. Still, she's like 37. Thank you. Thank you, God, for giving that woman bowel cancer. Thank you. The worst kind 
So I'll call my mom and spend five more minutes on the phone with her this year. I'm going to go back and I'm going to buy two deodorant, body wash, loofah, packs. Two of them. That's what I'm going to do. It's all old spice. I'm going to put down this fucking knockoff chocolate and I'm going to get a Whitman sampler. Hell yeah, man. What a piece of garbage. Not the Whitman sampler. The Wuhan sampler. <laughs> it's just bat meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what a piece of shit. So now we get the, the kids' chorus. The angelic cherubic chorus. That is very fucking creepy. It is. It's and it's, again, the same chorus, sir. I want to be these shoes for my mommer, please. For my mommer's feet. Sorry. For old mommer's feet. It's just so weird. And then that's it's it. We're done. That's it. Like, this song is two barely verses. This guy just dusts his hands off. He's like, hey, well, fuck it. He did I his just, part. He did his know. part. He did. The only thing this song is missing, the only thing I would add to this, the kid should have been short on pennies because he put some in the Santa Claus 10, in the Salvation Army 10 out front. Oh, That's sure. the only thing this song is. This song would be perfect if that had happened. If that fucking kid, if there had been a line that said, I could have swore I had enough, but I put some in the tin cup. Oh, man. Man, motherfuckers be standing up throwing goddamn soaked handkerchiefs at the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Monogrammed soaked handkerchiefs. (laughs) Just filling their Yeti cups with tears. (laughs) I'm going to say... A hundred percent of the people who were okay with the January 6th insurrection love this song. I'm going to say without question. (laughs) I'm going to say 49 of 50 Helens agree (laughs) that this shit here is a fucking banger. And the late uh, uh, Jim Leahy of Trailer Park Boys fame played the doctor in the movie. I'll never mention this song without mentioning that because I was shocked when I turned the Christmas shoes on one time and there was Leahy being the doctor. I fucking flipped my whole shit. <laughs> um, this song does give me a very weird feeling. Like, it's I just a clenched fist. I just hate, I hate all Christmas programming, songs, movies, TV shows, everything. Oh no, that's crazy! It sucks. There's no, no, they're all they're all wonderful. One hundred percent of Christmas themed rom com Hallmark movies are wonderful. I watched one just last year where Melissa Joan Hart went back home. You're not going to believe it, Shawnee. She went back home. Was it home for the Was it home for the holidays? Um, I I I never remember the names of any of them. However, there's however a Nutcracker, a Nutcracker that came to life. The premise of this one is Melissa Joan Hart has a very successful podcast. Okay. In which she talks about love during different seasons. Mm -hmm. And so she goes home for the Christmas one. Okay. 
And uh, I think she she meets a guy whose name is like, I don't know, like Christmas or some shit, like fuck, Christmas fuck or some shit. Like it's not that on the nose, but it's <laughs> pretty, like his 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 record company is called Mr. Christmas. <laughs> You're never going to believe it. They fall in love. You're not oh going to. They fucking fall in love. I never and heard. also it's blending together with two others. That, yeah, there's and I cannot Mario distinguish. Lopez called like uh, Holiday and Handcuffs or something. I like any any uh, anyone where someone goes back home, or you know they inherit a business that they didn't know they were going to get. Uh, oh yeah. Christmas! I love those. Uh, oddly enough, I watched two back to back, unbeknownst to me, when I was picking these randomly from whatever streaming services. Both of them were podcast based. <laughs> This podcast are so hot right now, baby. <laughs> this one, I don't think this was Christmas themed. Um, and I think it was called Midnight at the Oasis. Uh, but these two had a podcast and they were going to be picked up by, and I quote, satellite radio. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. Was, satellite radio. Was yeah, there. it's so weird. They always seem to be kind of like behind the times. Mm-hmm. Just a beat, just a beat off in there. Like, it's like, you know how like Missy Elliott and like, uh, <laughs> Miss Elliot put out songs that were like using like catchphrases that were like three years old. Mm -hmm. Like Get Your Freak On. That was like well worn out by that time. Yeah, by the time we got there. And like Toby Keith, How Do You Like Me Now? Too late. Yeah. She was like 10 years old. I'm as good as I once was, that thing. Too late. And which makes no sense for these because they can churn these fucking things out in three weeks. Like they can bang these fuckers out. Like, I tell you, the cottage industry we need to get started is the rip from the headlines Hallmark movie. We're yeah. just like Law and Order, except it's Hallmark movies. Well, they're um, apparently like I think Hallmark just has like a compound, you know, where basically Christmas you know, Town. Yeah, pretty, like, <laughs> like pretty much like, and and they just have like you know one one square miles like a ice rink, and they just constantly film scenes at an ice rink for like 17 different movies yeah yeah i love them all i haven't watched any of them this year maybe that's why i hadn't found the christmas spirit yet um i haven't seen tia or tamara uh you know like have a a fancy a fancy good career job that she gives up to go bake cookies back in her her hometown um i haven't seen a ghost that someone falls in love with that because that always happens 100% of the time there's a ghost who they spare they don't spend one dime on effects they say hey that guy there ghost don't worry about it <laughs> don't worry about it ghost he's cool and at the end he always comes back into the real world for love it's wonderful now that that makes more sense God put those things here yeah. us to find our Christmas spirit he did not stricken a child's mother with bowel cancer <laughs> so that Fez Watley could say, hey, you forgot cranberries too. This has been Cold Dog Super Standing right in front of me was a 
little boy waiting anxiously, pacing round like little boys do, and in his hands he held a pair of shoes, and his clothes were worn and old. He was dirty from head to toe, and when it came his time to pay, I couldn't believe what I heard him say. Sir, I wanna buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while, and I know these shoes will make her smile. One or two look beautiful if Mama meets Jesus tonight. They counted pennies for what seemed like years. Then the cashier said, "Son, there's not enough here." He searched his pockets frantically. Then he turned and he looked at me. He said. Mama made Christmas good at our house, though most years she just did without. Tell me, sir, what am I gonna do? Somehow I've gotta buy her these Christmas shoes. So I laid the money down. I just had to help him out, and I'll never forget the look on his face when he said. Mama's gonna look so great, sir. I wanna buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see. Been sick for quite a while, and know these shoes will make her smile. Want her to look beautiful if Mama meets Jesus tonight. I knew I caught a glimpse of heaven's love as He thanked me and ran out. I knew that God had sent that little boy to remind me. What Christmas is all about? Sir, I wanna buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see. She's been sick for quite a while, and I know these shoes will make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful if Mama meets Jesus tonight. I want her to look beautiful if Mama meets Jesus tonight.